0: What's going on, everybody? My name is Isaac Mihongos. I'm a photographer and web video producer. And in this podcast, we're going to be going over a lot of T-Mobile today, apparently, is in news. Yeah. (laughs) I'm here with my co-host, Jackie. Hello, hello. I'm back. And uh, yeah, so we're going to be covering quite a bit of T-Mobile news and an ode to vintage lenses, which I found really interesting. Um, Those are going to be my two topics. What about you?
1: Yeah, and so my T-Mobile will be their um, company merging with Sprint and what's going to happen from then. And very exciting news for the laptop world because there are four major brands that are releasing new laptops with fantastic specs and look forward to that.
0: All right, let's get started. Do you you want me to start off with my stories or do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, let's start with yours, uh, maybe the T-Mobile.
0: Yeah, so... I feel like we are Quibi commentators, because okay. Quibi is coming out April 6th, and I, and I feel like their campaigns have been very effective, because we keep on talking about it, but <clears throat> uh, Hot Ones today was Zach Efron, apparently he's getting his show on Quibi, uh, I think it's like something about Zach I, I forgot what the name of the show was, but that makes me pretty interested in it and apparently if you're a T-Mobile customer you get Quibi for the first 12 months for free which oh, is really really great so that's
1: just a year free just to try them out
0: yeah oh, wow. so yeah apparently you can get it through the T-Mobile Tuesday app which of is course. really yeah which is nice and i i think T-Mobile does that really well always keeping up with the trends but it's also interesting because they have to reap. according to the article it says Quibi has to reposition its service in the wake of the coronavirus update outbreak as something that works at home viewing. But in reality, the service had been introduced to fill those empty moments in your on the go lifestyle, like riding right the subway, standing in line, sitting in a waiting room before an appointment, and more. So, really interesting that it's free for so long for so many people. And this was one of the reasons I was a little concerned, right? Like, what? How is this gonna be shareable amongst most, like a lot of people, right? Like, how is, how are people gonna consume in mass, or like, you know, when you're with your family, like when when you have Netflix, you yeah. can share that with your family. But are people just gonna stand around one little screen, or is there gonna be like, like party hey guys, view? Look look
1: yeah. look on my iPad Pro. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> they they got it like. I think they have to do something like some sort of modularity where you can screen share on like iPad pros or like larger tablets because the, the tablet market has mostly been dominated by that. And I would say like, like Google's like inexpensive tablets as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I hope they allow you to do something along of like casting like Chromecast Mm. um, that just, you know, whoever has Chromecast just enjoy it on the tv screen but Mm -hmm. i how would you feel just broadcasting a show for like 10 minutes though is it even worth it
0: Yeah, hmm i don't know i've i would say is this is there gonna be a new word form that you know because it doesn't feel like a binge because binging is like hours right yeah like i binge uh you know black mirror that's like a t- you can ten you can binge that for ten hours. But if you're you're just binging like six episodes for an hour, is that really a binge? Or are we gonna come up with a new word or like you know quibby, where we're just watching the entire six episodes? Because I know Zach Efron's new show is six episodes long. So I don't know. There's gotta there's gotta be some term that comes up with it. And in terms of the deal that they made with T Mobile, I feel like there's gonna be like. People are gonna be like, "Oh, they're teaming up again." And this happened with Netflix too, where people got mad. What they're like, this is how monopolies happen, and how throttling happened. You know, you're. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about AT and T and Comcast, how they both freaking suck. Like they're the worst internet companies, right?
1: They, they are. They really are. That's coming up next on my story.
0: Yeah, it's like two bad companies have control of everything. So. I wonder how people are going to react. Clearly Quibi does not have the same, you know, like audience base as a Netflix, right? Like people got mad because everybody knew what Netflix was and it felt like, oh, they're teaming up and giving some like a smaller company a disadvantage, right? Like throttling. That's why the, the fight for like internet democracy was so important um, and making sure that companies can't throttle certain streaming services. Do you remember that a few years back? Yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah, like certain companies could throttle your internet, like certain internet companies, like if AT&T owned Netflix, they could throttle YouTube. If Comcast made a deal with YouTube, they could throttle Netflix. And I don't know what people's view are going to be this, on this because it feels like you're benefiting if you're a, AT&T, a, a T-Mobile customer. Yet, yeah, like... Mm, it, uh, I'm I'm waiting for the response from everybody around, right? Like we know what Quibi is, but it doesn't have that big brand for people to be pissed off at, right?
1: Yeah. I'm. And this. Yeah. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you it's did. It's like pre-inst like uh, it's just like get it, you know, on the app stores like download now or whatever or pre-order. So I just pre-order it. It's free. So. Yeah.
1: So I wonder what's the subscription gonna be like for other people and mm-hmm. um i get why they're doing this you know at first you need uh you need to attract someone yeah and if your marketing is not good enough give yeah. them for free through a deal mm-hmm.
0: it's um, gonna be five dollars for ads ad supported plan and 7.99 for ad free option but it's gonna be free for the next uh three months for everybody you know 90 days so <laughs> I feel like just to try gonna, it out. Yeah, we're both going to be trying it out. and gonna, I think we're gonna be, I'm going to be making a video on this because at, like, I think this is very interesting to see the fact that everybody's going to be home and everybody's going to be consuming them. And I feel like they've done great with the adver- annoying advertisement, but they've done really well in, the, in that category, in that aspect of the business that they now have people watching them all the time and i'm i'm just going to be really interested in who uh who sticks with them at the like at the end of the 3 months right
1: yeah for sure especially you know just app supports like you said you know netflix just have so many options out there apps mobile you know tablet mobile computer tv i don't
0: yeah. know mhm and I, well i was saying like quibi people got mad back then because uh T Mobile was teaming up with Netflix to give you like a few I believe like a few months free with Netflix. And people just got mad because it's like, oh you guys are partnering up, so this is gonna be like throttling or something. So mm. yeah. And I'm saying people aren't getting mad right now because they don't even know what Quibi is. So they they sort of got that advantage, right? They did that correct too, of uh, giving people something for free to stick around with it and make it a habit and the t- the ten minute option is also like a good uh, way to form a habit, right? Because yeah, that's what apps want you to do at the end of the day to make make them a part of your daily habit.
1: Yeah, like uh, like I said before, talking about Quibi, you know, if you know your commuting will be just ten minutes, that's perfect. You know, yeah, if you don't want to read or whatever, because yeah. reading is such a nerd thing to do, right? Yeah, and the. <laughs>
0: The quality looks pretty good, and they got mega stars. But even then, like stuff like that fails all the time. And it'll be interesting. Like we've seen companies with infinite amount of money just completely like be set on fire and have so much misdirection. Like WeWork. Like we we talked about WeWork in the past. Mm-hmm. Like insane amounts of money. Yeah, you had a like an insane CEO. And it's like, what? What are you? Guys, what? What is happening here? You guys have infinite amount of money, and the product was not good. There was a lot of, what I would say, the, the Silicon Valley illusion. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We we live here, and everyone's like, IPOs. What is it? IPOs, kombucha, uh, free snacks, press uh, juice, press juice, and it's like, dude, this is. It just it just like very it's just very like when if you've been here pretty long like a pretty good amount of time you know like what millennials are into and and we're millennials so it's like hmm sounds like sounds pretty Silicon Valley so we yeah I mean not as bad as you know LA but (laughs) yeah (laughs) LA is like completely different it's uh that's that's movie industry I I don't I'm not too like I don't feel like you get to know it until you're in there, right? It's like one of those sort of ecosystems that you – or environments you got to be in to really understand. And I feel like Silicon Valley is one of those places, like everyone says the same thing. Company culture, kombucha, free snacks, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, you got to be here for it. And yeah, you gotta make sure here. you bring a jacket because you don't know when it's going to be cold.
0: Yeah, but – I'm interested in Quibi and we'll definitely be testing it out and, you know, seeing how that goes.
1: Yeah, for sure. And up next with my T-Mobile news is that not only they're teaming up with Quibi, they are finally getting Sprint as part of their, uh, lineup now because I didn't know T-Mobile was such a baller, you know, become one of those. Big company, but mm-hmm. uh, I think have, you have told me that they acquired MetroPCS.
0: Oh yeah, like um, yeah, it's MetroPCS is even that bad, and it's yeah, it's under like it's on their like backbone of like networks, I believe. And mm-hmm. it's like so you essentially get the same T-Mobile service. Uh, the the worst thing is that you don't get to have like T-Mobile Tuesday. Like unfortunately, you don't you don't get to have that, and I'm I'm really bummed about that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, right now they just finalized all the you know negotiation into a single carrier. But right now it will take some time for them to adjust. Uh, Sprint will still use Sprint network, and T-Mobile will still use T-Mobile.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So, the benefits of this is that. They are planning T-Mobile to plan to expand their 5G network, uh, essentially to you know the nationwide. And 5G is the next new tech, as we all know. it. And we are yeah. we are seeing phones that have support for 5G, but it's yeah, still very expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh crazy. man, it's it's crazy. It's like, and your first adopter too. It's like it's expensive, and it's it's not even offered everywhere.
1: Yeah. I would hope they would offer it here, but um, you know, even for Google Fiber, all these years, San Jose or in the Bay Area, there are still some places that is still not offered through uh, you know Google Fiber services. So I hope you know with the acquiring of Sprint, uh, they're allowed to expand more and more. But as of right now, Sprint customers will, uh, will get additional benefits. Mm. Uh, eventually so maybe they will get their own sprint saturday or whatever
0: that that would be pretty interesting i don't like sprint it's like it's like the worst service i I think they made a poor move right there buying that
1: i have heard about sprint and their service Uh, yeah it's it's horrible yeah and i'm really surprised that t-mobile is acquiring that maybe just because sprint is going downhill a little bit uh don't you know i got no facts on this but but T-Mobile have been uh, giving out such a good price for their service.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so, like, it's so, like, I think that, yeah, with the app, T-Mobile Tuesday is, like, one of the best things that is very recognizable from them. Like, with Pokemon Go, like, when they right. did Pokemon Go, it was like, oh, unlimited data when you play Pokemon Go. So, well, that CEO, what's their CEO's name? It's I forgot, but he's, like, a... I think he kind of gets it, you know, he's, like, <laughs> you see his tweets and they're like, they're like kind of boomer t- tweets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, he, he does a good, pretty good job on that, but apparently he stepped down, right? Or something like
1: he has yeah. to step down. Uh, he will be stepping down in around June. John L- Ligri? In the that's green or the something? Current, yeah. That's the yeah. current one.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised he's stepping down. I don't know who. Did it say who came up with the merge idea?
1: I think it was John. <clears throat> oh, really? Really? Yeah, and he's but nice now Mike is going to be Mike Severe going to be um, taking over because he was a COO. Now he's going to be be a CEO.
0: So, oh man, that's kind of weird. That is weird, but it but hopefully like i think the reason for the purchase might be more for like the land that they own like sprint owns exactly coverage so the coverage is rivals like atnt and verizon yeah so like verizon is clearly the best ATT is like mm. but yeah like sprint and, and t mobile are definitely not in not even in the same rank now right like maybe they'll yeah. be when, once everything gets settled and People get better coverage.
1: Yeah, it's funny because uh, you know, say back ten years ago, T-Mobile would be somewhere along Sprint, you know, or maybe even Metro PCS at that point. But yeah. now there's such a big company; they are almost on the same level as AT&T and Verizon.
0: Yeah, maybe because John did a pretty good job in that, but there's also like even better. Like local options, which is great. Like, what is it, Virgin Mobile? What else is mm-hmm. Ting? Ting, the one that, that all the YouTubers advertise, because I think that also runs on the on the backbone of T-Mobile. If you're looking for a cheaper option, so all this down, like, I don't know if it'll help those companies too, because it feels like a lot of the companies just run off of T-Mobile's network as well.
1: Yeah, and it's just funny to. I can remember, like you know, ten years back, Verizon and AT&T they have their ads. It's like, look at our coverage, and they'd be showing their their map, you know, the United States map with their blue blue coverage or red coverage, and they'd be throwing shades at each other. Oh
0: yeah, (laughs) I remember that. Unfortunately, the Verizon guy left. The Verizon guy left to uh, to go to Sprint. Nah, I didn't like that because
1: Sprint sucks. Yeah, so, um, you know, T-Mobile is really one of the big three now uh, in terms of service and what they are providing for. AT&T, they have been leaving a little bad taste in customers' mouth uh, just because of the service they are providing. Uh internet's not great either, as we have said. You know, even then, they are still more expensive than what other would offer. So, I think this would give uh, give T-Mobile a great boost, uh, especially when the S20 from Samsung is coming out with the 5G network. So uh, they may be the first hands-on to like, "Hey, we have 5G coverage around the nation. So come on in."
0: But five, like, is it true 5G, or is it them just slapping the 5G onto the
1: for marketing purposes? <laughs> yeah,
0: for market like we've seen plenty of videos, right? Like yeah, the five quote unquote five and people are testing it and it's people from all regions and people who clearly use the like products and are pretty knowledgeable. In, yes. in that. And then it's like, wait a minute. All you did was like change the logo on the top of the corner because they can do that. And just just slap 5G on there. It's not even true. And, like, 5G is very low range. Like, you have to be very close to it for it to work. And, like, like you run into a lot of, like, network issues, right? Like, I've seen plenty of videos. And it's, like, hmm, are we really a 5G? Like, certain areas, like, probably New York is a good area because everything's mm-hmm. pretty condensed. Everyone's connected. Yeah, but, mm, like, when are we going to reach true 5G where it's, like, everybody has it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That would be a okay crazy experience because people may be experiencing you know one gigabit down maybe that's oh, too, yeah. too far but at least 500 um 500 gig, uh, megabyte down yeah because at most on most phone right now about 300 Ooh. so we'll see on that and now i wonder with sprint is sprint gonna stay sprint or is sprint gonna be completely gone you know
0: yeah did it stay on there or no like
1: it. it didn't say so that's what we're you know trying to find out so maybe in the next six months or so things will be figured out for sprint either yeah. they will stay just like mitchell or spring just long oh my
0: god they're gonna be like sprint by t-mobile or something mm-hmm. kind of like a super long name i hate that so yeah well, we'll see hopefully 5g gets better and uh yeah they don't they don't just replace the, the 4g with a 5g and call it a day yeah Alrighty. righty mm-hmm. so, so uh, what's next this is I, I thought this article was really interesting because it's it's a little bit old it's like march 31st oh, wait it's like two days old but it's essentially this guy that talks about the title is an oats vintage lenses and how i stopped giving a damn about sharpness and he took this photo, right? He took it with a Helios and, you know, he's, he talks about how, you know, he's always focused on auto-focusing making sure that everything is perfect. And, you know, I saw the photo and he says like, Oh, this is such a soft lens. The manual focus, the manual focus only aspect of it forced me to slow down, not spray and pray in hopes of a good shot. And I found myself concentrating way more on compensation and carrying and caring about proper focusing auto focusing modes exposure compensation, and then like and and the likes right mm-hmm. so you know like i i think that's kind of cool to think about when it comes to older lenses right like when did everybody all of a sudden start becoming you know like a few days like i think yesterday we were talking about the what was it the House of Blood with the Carl's Eyes and ice. I'm like, hmm, what's the sharpness yeah. on that thing? It's like, at what point did it all become about the sharpness and all these crazy, unneeded, like having the best of the best all the time? Is that essential for a good photograph? Like, what makes a good photograph?
1: Yeah, I, I think a good photograph would compose of, you know, compositions mainly the compositions and the subject matters because, well, you know, you need some sharpness just to tell what's what. Yeah. Um, otherwise we'll be abstract, you know, that's kind of not in the category of, you know, in terms of sharpness. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like people sh- shoot for the sharpness at times, even in the film days.
0: Mm-hmm. Why do
1: people shoot House of Blood? Because they got that Carl Zeiss, you know?
0: Oh. Yeah, the Carl Zeiss.
1: Yeah, because if you're shooting for a magazine, of course, you would want to shoot a medium format camera with, you know, the best of the best lenses, uh, as sharp as you can, so you can blow it up. So I, I feel like it just depends on subject matters as well.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, I feel like over the past 10 years, though, so, it's, it's become sharpness, sharpness, having all these great features bragging about all these great features and I like most like if you show it to an audience they're not gonna like care about that they care more about yeah like the composition the lighting what you were trying to do as a photographer or like a filmmaker yeah i think we're just we're just so obsessed with sharpness and everything in between that and the autofocus points and you know the curves and the software and everything else oh my god
1: the vignetting oh my god the corner to corner sharpness
0: yeah it's like <laughs> like dude you should be you should be able to make anything you should make a good piece of work with whatever you have right like
1: uh like chase driver says the best camera is the one you have with you yeah i mean you i don't expect beginner photographers just to buy, like, 70 to 200. I mean, they absolutely can if they are balling. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people would start with the 18 to 55, and that's an adequate lens. And at times, it's very sharp, and people will be like, oh, it's a a good photo.
0: Yeah, it's a a good photo, yeah. You know you about, what's his name, Robert Irwin, Steve Irwin's son? You know Mm -hmm. that? Yeah, you know who Steve Irwin is? Yeah. Yeah, so that guy has a freaking... One DX Mark two and a 7200 for his first camera. I'm like, oh, oh, boy. Must be nice. Must be nice. Uh, yeah, but mm, yeah, I think uh, with all the technology, it's it's like we're just nitpicking sometimes. And it's important to some people in some industries, but yeah, I mean, I mean. Yeah, we should be able to create with whatever we have, you know? Yeah. Make it good. Make it good.
1: Yeah. So if people are looking for lenses, uh, and you don't mind using older lenses, like like you say, it's not all about the autofocus, right? Oh, yeah. So, there are a lot of vintage lenses that are great. Uh, if you're still shooting Nikon F mount, uh, which is one of the oldest, older mount, you know, you can just pick up a Nikon AIS or Nikon AI, and those are manual focus lenses, but those have been some of my favorite lenses to shoot especially 35 five two a it's not too expensive either
0: oh yeah huh i remember that. yeah i remember that one
1: yeah
0: i remember you wait that's the one that got stolen right unfortunately yeah
1: right i like the lens more the can more than the camera <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> all right uh that's it for that one maybe we'll, we'll dive more into like what a good photograph is on sunday yeah right, for but, sure yeah let's uh let's move on to the next story
1: so in the laptop world, it is getting very exciting because there are four companies that are announcing their new lineup uh, for their laptops. So Razer with the Razer Blade 15, 15-inch. 15 gigabyte with their uh, support of Core i9, potentially. And then MSI-G yeah. S66. And then the last one is Asus Zephyrus Duo 15. And so these are pretty much very similar. Oh my God, that that dog. That dog in the background. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so um, these laptops, they are pretty much running the very similar specs in terms of each other. So they will be running the 10th gen of Intel Comet Lake CPU. Uh, More specifically, they can support up to Core i7 1080 10875H so yeah. you know 10 being the 10th generation uh 75 and then se- the 75 stands uh kind of to separate the comet lake and the ice lake because there are two different two different uh 10th gen right there and the h is mainly for most of the mobile processors but these features 8 cores 16 threads that's just crazy for a laptop yeah. For a laptop, yeah, because most of the time you get eight cores and 16 threads, um, you know, from AMD, uh, from the Ryzen line and uh, just last gen with Intel, because most of the time, laptop back then, the most you can get four quad core, so four, and this just doubled and it's crazy. And with that, the GPU that will be paired with uh, RTX 2060 or higher. So, you know, you can run Crisis with no problem. It's not going to crash. And the most I'm excited for is both the Asus and the Razer Blade. Uh, the reason being the Razer Blade, I for me, I think is the equivalent to a MacBook Pro. And were,
0: it, were people already expecting this? To be dropped or like what were the rumors before they, they announced
1: all this? Huh. I actually did not look at any rumors. I have not followed tech tech, like computer tech news for a long time. So last time it was just, you know, refurbished, revamp, uh, you know, just same casing and just you mm. know hardware that they can put in. But uh I'm really excited for Razor because I want a Razor initially. Yeah. Because you know, the chassis is gray and color is grey on the screen. Besides you get RGB keyboards. Man. Oh
0: yeah, that's the whole reason you drop a, a truck $4, full of thousand
1: dollars. Oh that like
0: how many pro gamers actually buy these computers? Like how many Right? Like how many of the <laughs> of the ninjas of the um, Doctor Disrespects the uh, you know the PewDiePie's pies of the world by these laptops like uh, what what's your feeling on that as someone that you know looks yeah. looks at it like pretty consistently like for me gaming is like a pretty interesting market that, mm-hmm. that that's constantly growing right but someone that yet yeah, you're like a pretty good gamer like you're like i remember we were playing this freaking spaceship game and you'd like beat the record <laughs> like no problem I'm like what the heck? like you beat it no problem so like what what is what is the response from the community so far? Like, oh man, this is like kind of crazy. We're putting all this into a laptop.
1: Yeah, I think that people would be pretty happy on it because you know you're able, you know, ultra thin laptops, uh, especially the blade. They then that can run Core i7. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's mobile processor chips, but it's still pretty um, high in standards. They're gonna be using. You know, you, you're going to be doing all kinds of things, no problem. Um, not just from gaming, especially when you have a GPU that has RTX 2060. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say you're in 3D rendering images or you know, oh, so yeah. Premiere Pro. These eight cores will handle it, no problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, but the, the problem is that will it run into the Apple thermal problem where oh. they just slow down the fan just for the sake of being quiet
0: oh my goodness you know dave TD is gonna figure that one out he he figured it out before you know you just give it to YouTubers and, and they're gonna figure it out but I, I feel like Razer does not care about that like and I really really admire that they're listening to the customers which are a specific set of people and, and gamers don't care like I don't even feel like pro like professionals like i don't know if i'm a professional anything <laughs> like youtuber <laughs> like maybe like filmmaking. filming i don't know like I, I feel like it's just like three people at apple that are obsessed with the thinness of a laptop but i don't like if i'm being optimistic i don't feel like they're gonna run into these thermal issues right like yeah like razors are pretty thick like t-h-i-c-c uh-huh. and like they like they've never seen has has it run into like a thermal problem before are they obsessed with the fitness like what's going on with um
1: them? i i feel like they have a good balance of both um of course when things get hot they just got to ramp up the vans. yeah the fans um you know just because you don't want to throttle down the computer and that's the last thing that you want in a gaming laptop
0: yeah it's uh this. Do you think it's gonna run everything perfectly? The, were there demos along with it? Like I'm expecting, like at least 90 hertz. You know, like 4K, even. 2K. Oh yeah,
1: it's gonna be 144 hertz. Oh, that is that's nuts. It's gonna be super smooth. Super smooth, and is they gonna be covering in Gorilla Glass too? Oh, then M dot two, uh, PCLZ. PCLE SSD so it's no it's it going to boot up in like 20 seconds.
0: Oh, it's going to be fast. You know, this I, I got to look at it. I feel like this would be a great. You know, how how heavy did they say how heavy it was going to
1: be too? Um no, but from what my experience 15-inch laptops they are tend to be on a heavier side about yeah. 5 pounds or so, which I'm not a big fan of. Um I am in general, I'm not a big fan of like 15-inch and above
0: Mm -hmm. yeah 15 inch uh, laptops are like standard for me yeah it's just like this sounds like a great content on the mo on the move content machine just like you know just
1: like premiere pro would run phenomenally on this yeah Pro and photoshop and lightroom get this there's another uh, laptop i'm more excited for is asus sephiris duo this laptop will have two screens Ah. one main screen and then one half or one third will be where the keyboard is so they move the keyboard way down and you know they use that space for another screen and it will be running the same specs
0: from so they're essentially same specs you just get two screens two screens
1: 4k but it's only 60 hertz
0: Hmm. Yeah. Do you, which one do you think is gonna sell better?
1: Um. I think the Razor will sell better just because they're not changing anything. Uh. I know ASUS have been tapping into the world of dual screen before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, some people are not a fan of the mouse pad. Instead of on the bottom, it will be on your right side. Mm. Um, it will be doubling as the number pad as well, which is kind of nice.
0: It's kind of, yeah, they it, Asus has is very experimental. Like I think that's very admirable, right? Like yeah, yeah. But mm, how many how many people are really there? Like how many pro gamers are there, wishing they had two screens <laughs> when, with,
1: when when you're streaming on the laptop? Boy yeah, oh when, boy! <laughs>
0: boy oh boy! Because dual monitors makes sense, but dual screens, like. Mm,
1: like, yeah, I don't it, know. I yeah, don't know enough getting, about gaming. You're not getting full on screens either. It's just one one third on the bottom.
0: All oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, OK, OK, OK. They mean, like side side opening because they, they were trying to do that too, right? Like three. three
1: oh, yeah, they had they had two screens, just completely two screens.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. This feels like a very specific group of people that should buy this and it might be like the content creator on the go, the gamer on the go. Yeah, I'm more thinking
1: of the content creator for sure.
0: Yeah. Interesting stuff, man. I don't I think gaming is pretty cool. Like where everything is heading and like like the technology is only I think this is going to trickle down in some way to like consumer based laptops and I don't know, it just feels like every they're, they're experimenting in the, in good ways that's going to benefit people later on right
1: yeah for sure i mean you know exciting stuff not only your gaming this essentially your let's see your pc replacement you know almost if you you, it's nothing wrong to start with uh you know a laptop nowadays you don't even need a pc yeah yeah like the specs have gone so much better and it's insane right yeah so the price point on the Razer right now for the base model of sixteen hundred, uh, which is not bad at all.
0: uh uh-huh. how much storage? Uh,
1: storage. I'm looking at maybe two fifty-six gig- gigabyte.
0: Oh many. yikes! Come on, really?
1: <laughs> that's how they get you, man.
0: Nah, Oh, nah. Okay, that's like, mm, I'm not digging that. It
1: should yeah, be five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, 256 base model um, 512 on advanced model so gotta pay a little bit more for the screens the storage the ram and for the asus you can get all top spec the core i9 rtx 2080 16 gig of ram one terabyte of storage yeah thirty five hundred dollars
0: yikes how oh, man i wonder if the argument is you could make a cheaper pc for that money with better specs does that will that come up in the in the pc you know world Project gaming yeah yeah the for gamers should sure. be like just build the pc for that for that much you know like it's like the mac argument just you, you know, can you get gotta, a screen like, with it yeah you can get a <laughs> you can get like two 4k screens with that that run probably like 120 140 gigahertz too or like 5k Wait, do, yeah. do gamers care more about screen resolution? Like, their 8Ks or 5Ks or
1: gigahertz? I don't the gigahertz? think so. I think it's just us. It's it's just us, content creator, that's just nuts over color calibration and, you know, the resolution.
0: <laughs> so, wait, would you say that it's more about the gigahertz, the response time from the game? The, the refresh rate. The, the refresh going, rate,
1: yeah. Yeah, a lot of people going for at least 90, yeah, at least 144. Oof, which I've smooth. seen in real life, I'm just like, whoa! <laughs> it's too smooth. It's too it's smooth. It's too smooth. I can't. I can't process this. It's a. It's bizarre, but but it's a balance between you know, do you want good colors or you want a good refresh rate? Yeah.
0: Um. Which monitor do people go for? Like, which brand?
1: A Is... lot of people have been going for LG. Um, yeah. Because they have good good price on their monitors, and sometimes just the refresh rate and Ultra-wise, it's a price un- unbeatable sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Andrew does make some good products, but you know, I think, yeah, excited about these. Uh, excited to see what the response is from the community. Uh, I'm just not. A, it's a freaking. Come on, man, two fifty-six. That should be illegal. Like, <laughs> uh, it's like the sixty-four gigabyte thing with iPhones. Like, stop making sixty-four gigabyte iPhones. It's such a waste of like.
1: Waste yeah. Just I mean, I have, t- I have I have two fifty six on my laptop right now. I'm just like, I don't want to put anything on it. So yeah, I I just work through my USB because yeah. I don't want to put anything on it. It's just too too little.
0: Yeah, it's too little. Like, come on, guys. Standard should be five twelve for freaking computers now, and like sixteen gig of uh, RAM. Yeah, and like one twenty eight should be base for all phones now. Just just stop, guys. I'm like apps are getting bigger. I think
1: that's it, right? Is that
0: it? Yeah. Is that it for that one? All right. Yeah,
1: that's about it.
0: Um, yeah, that's it for that last one. Kind of short. It's Thursday, guys. Or, gosh, there's, there's it feels like the weekend. It's uh, Sunday, you know, April the 30, 34th. <laughs> or the 33rd at this point. I mean, March yeah. the 33rd. So, yeah, that's it for this one. Uh, Jackie, where can we find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram, Jackie the Little, and on Twitter, Jackie the Little. So go ahead and find me on there. Give us anything.
0: Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at Isaac Mijangos with one A, Isaac with one A. And you can find me on YouTube at Isaac Mihangos. And uh, feel free to send us a message via Anchor uh, with any questions or if you're a fan out there. Actually, shout out to the people from the UK because that's our second biggest fan base. So uh, 9% on that one, I think. So thank you guys so much for listening and everybody uh, at the end of the day, I thank you so much for your time and your attention. My name's Asim Hongos and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.